0: Welcome back to another episode of the RW Podcast. We have a couple special guests with us today. We have Bob of Haddonfield, and we have Sam of the Polkai Panthers. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being
1: here. Hey, how's it going, everybody?
2: Hey, guys. How are you doing?
1: So I figured
0: today we would bring on a a couple of minor league guys in the P. To help us go through their conference with the the breakdowns. Uh, Bob has the minor league survey results. Uh, But first, I thought we could uh, get to know these guys uh, a little bit more, um, especially because first time guests. So, uh, Bob, why don't we start with you. Um, What made you choose your team name? Oh. we lost him
2: well
1: he's Sam probably, let's go with you he's probably going looking for some more wiener you know he likes wiener <laughs> this is Bob and Bob likes wiener hmm. uh, what he's made me going pick, to get some yeah what made me pick uh, the Polkai Panthers is that what you're saying yeah uh, I mean this is a spinoff of the uh, Married with Children Al Bundy I don't know it seemed logical it seemed like a good little team name to go with
0: Sure, no, that makes sense. Um, favorite show or just uh, you wanted to spin it off of that one?
1: No, I actually, uh, long story, I, I tried to join Roster Wars at one time and came up with a team name that didn't work out. And I kind of got a, it didn't work out me being a Roster Wars at that time. So then I came back, talked to Andy and came back. And then, uh I don't know, Polkai Panthers, it just seemed like a nice little name. And it, it worked and it worked this time. So good thing, you know? Yeah,
0: it definitely works. Um, very cool logo, cool colors. Yeah, um, Andy
1: does uh, amazing with all that stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess you know, tell us a, a little bit more about yourself. Uh, obviously, everybody knows you were, you know, gone most of twenty twenty out on a ship, you know, middle of nowhere. Um, now you're back. Um, you know, how long are you back for? Uh, what's what's the best part about being back? Uh, you know, just uh, what's what's going on in the world of Sam?
1: Yeah, man, Uh, hey, once again, thank everybody, you know, everything you guys did, everything you sent me. Just it was really great when I was able to get on roster wars. There was probably a month or two there where um, it was blocked and we weren't really getting good bandwidth. So I wasn't able to do it. Um, But it just having that you guys and that support network, it uh, made it all go by easier. But uh, it definitely sucked. (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, it's part of the job. I I knew what I was doing when I got into it. I've done this for 21 years now. So I'm just counting down the days till I'm done. Um, just so I don't have to leave home anymore. But yeah, we're back. Uh, we're back for a little bit and then uh, we go right back out. Um, I go back out next month and then we start going out for the deployment in January. So quick little stand at home and get as much family time in and send as many wieners as I can to Bob. I really like them. <laughs>
0: Well, Bob's back after getting his wieners after he uh, logged off there. So, Bob, the the question that was offered out to you was the the reason behind your team name. Um, you know, obviously Halloween movies. Um, but just uh, seeing if there's more to it than just being uh, a fan of the Halloween franchise.
2: Well, first, uh, I wanted to go with New London, which is my hometown. And I wanted to be New London Nightmare, but that was taken by Greg. So I kind of just went with that theme and had a feel slashes. I had seen it on like a hockey jersey, like a parody hockey jersey. So it kind of just hit the bill. I'm into like a lot of the horror genre pretty much. I'm always like wearing masks, like not around Halloween time, scaring the shit out of people. (laughs) Stuff out of people, sorry.
0: No, no worries.
2: Yeah, I see your son in the background (laughs) (laughs)
0: there. I got headphones on, we're good.
2: But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Go ahead. No, that was it. You know, I pretty much followed that, and then uh, the colors worked out good. So just took it and ran. Sure. So um, I
0: guess just to uh, get to know you a little bit more, um, I mean, we uh, obviously see you on the forums a lot. Um, Outside of the, the, you know, Halloween movies and the, the nightmare or horror, uh, genre of films what other uh, types of movies do you like?
2: Uh, I'm into a lot of like uh, crime mob movies you know basically you know Bronx Tale, Goodfellas, things like that. No, oh, that makes sense
0: um, I, I think we probably all uh, like that genre of movie as as well um, I'm sure Sam would have if he had a guess, he would have said gay porn, but,
1: yep.
0: um, you know, that to the surprise of Sam, that was not the answer here. Um,
1: that's just not the answer he wants to tell you guys.
0: Well, I know, but you know, he's trying to make it a family show. He's already apologizing for swearing. So
1: no, I, I, I love Bob Bob and I got a good little relationship. Um, <laughs> we got a good rivalry. that started the year one. Uh, I think it goes back and forth. I think he loves me too. He loves me a little more than I love him, but, uh, but we went and had a beer together in um in Connecticut when I was up there it was nice so let's go oh, where'd you guys meet uh, up near his hometown right okay. was near your hometown or
2: yeah we we met over Rhode Island It's not too far from me. I'm like right near the border, so it was pretty much halfway from where he was uh what was it
1: a school officer school
2: yeah 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 so pretty much a beach town we didn't get to hang out at the beach or anything but what a bad little spot. I <laughs> went later to look, look, right? Oh yeah, I know all the spots around there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you guys met up with uh anybody else since you've been a part of Ross Wars? Uh
1: yeah, I met Ross. I
0: haven't. am sorry. Uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was saying I met Ross when I was out in Scotland.
2: Oh, oh fuck Latvia, Ross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't get john in on that
1: he was in england i was uh i was i was in scotland and i think i drove uh, like an right hour there, he drove i think a couple hours and we met up um in edinburgh, were we in edinburgh? they were in some little city he's, he's a lot skinner than he looks <laughs>
0: <laughs> very cool did you meet up with bill once too was that you that met up with bill
1: nah, it I no i wasn't i mean i have met brian too
0: Oh he, yeah. You
1: know, yep. he count yep. He's
0: new. So <laughs> he doesn't count till after his first year.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, fair enough. Um how about a favorite drink for you guys? What uh, I know Sam's drinking something. Uh, what about you, Bob? Favorite drink? Drink of choice. I I'm, a
2: beer, I'm a beer guy, not hard liquor or anything like that.
0: You have any good craft breweries up there in Connecticut?
2: Uh, we got a little microbrewery here it's called outer banks um actually when we did the, the t-shirt swap i sent it out to um who would i send it to i think maybe tom yeah that's who i had so i sent him out that it's a nice little place but uh i don't know i don't know how they're gonna really survive they had like a little tap room a tasting room and they're not doing too good with uh, you know everything going on having to be closed down around here because Connecticut, we still have our bars aren't open yet. We haven't hit that phase yet. Sure. I We've think you were the guy. We I really sent my
0: my shirts to a nice. Uh, yeah, I, shirt, do. I, I do. I wear. Drink
2: get, you know, I get, Yeah, I got. I get compliments on that green and gold shirt all the time. That's actually yeah? my home from high school's our colors. So perfect. People toys, do a double take and always ask me about it. <laughs> awesome. Sam, what yeah. about you?
0: What What's your uh, What's your drink of choice?
1: uh so i mean I, I drink beer i drink hard alcohol too um when i came home my wife's kind of been on this health kick and so she shopped at aldi a lot and so she got this uh it's like a german beer you can see it i couldn't i couldn't say it it's pretty damn tasty though
0: yeah germans do know their way around beers that's for sure
1: yeah they do did what's that what was the name of the what was it it's called like Grüner, is it?
2: Oh, yeah, it translates to I love the wiener.
1: No, nah, that <laughs> says Bob sucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, though.
0: Well, hey, guys, I am uh, excited you guys are on to uh, help me and Matt put out another episode of this um, and definitely to um, talk about your conference uh, as Sam's shirt says he, he's looking to make PP great again. I don't know if it'll ever be as great as RR, but we can definitely keep it ahead of TT and DD. So um, today we're going to uh, come at you with a couple of special guests to break down that second best conference. But first Bob, I would like to get to you. Um, you don't have to give us too much information cause I'm, I'm hoping you'll still pump out an article about the survey results, but um, you want to share a couple things that you noticed uh, in the the survey results?
2: Yeah, I'll go over a few things. Uh, Like I had mentioned, leading up, we had 19 out of 24 teams participate. Uh, I was kind of surprised that a couple of the teams that are pretty active missed the deadline. Um, And a couple teams that you would think might miss it actually got it in on time. Just let me do a rundown here. Basically, minor league champions, it's I'm sure pretty much everyone here would agree the favorites are the Blitz. I mean, that team is pretty stacked, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, Over on our side, we had three votes from uh, Cyclone City Falcons. They're pretty good shape. And then Matt got two votes for the Rottweilers. Nice. I didn't vote for
1: myself.
2: You voted for yourself? No. (laughs) No? No way. Well, that's good because there's five other random votes and I'm pretty sure all those teams were guys that voted for themselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if guys in RR didn't vote for the Blitz, they're not playing the same game that we are.
2: That, That team is just disgusting. Yeah, how did it get that good? Was it just trades or was it lopsided trades? Because, I mean, we respond to the, you know, the trade thread, but when you're not really paying close, close attention to the other conference, you know what I mean?
0: I think it was trades. Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think both Mahomes and Tyreek Hill were acquired in a trade.
2: Where did he get them from? i'd have to look back it just kind of happened i like i don't even know what happened really like Uh, i turn around and just somebody in my division already has like a really good team
1: says acquired in trade with toontown warlocks
2: oh there There you go there it is (laughs) 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 what what did he get in return (laughs) i don't even want to know i don't know let me check Uh,
0: fifth round pick and a cornerback
1: james <laughs> connor emmanuel sanders probably right
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so there you go yeah that's why
0: <laughs> yeah there there it went all right so those in the know know that the blitz are probably at least making it out of the R side was did the falcons win pp last year would that be a rematch
2: yeah they were those two buddies were uh in the finals last year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and then also... Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Well, the pink—that's what I was just going to bring up. Sam got the most votes with five. Ain't gonna be but me, guys. Sorry. I don't think so either. There's some uh, even just within our conference. I there's I see two at least three teams. I definitely I think will finish below you.
1: See one, but you can't tell him that.
2: <laughs> and then the other guys getting uh, multiple votes for pink were the Warlocks, and then on the PP side, the Southside Spartans.
0: Oh, I think that was my vote. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah that's that. that's
2: that's my pick too. The Spartans.
0: Yeah, yeah. I looked at that team and I was not impressed.
2: Yeah, he's got some pieces that maybe he should move because I don't know why he's holding on to them. They're going to lose their value and. You know, it's just going to have an expired contract on a team that's not going to do anything. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then, well. Man, you guys are going to be sick. I'm sorry. I had to look it up. Patrick Mahomes and a 2024th for Case Keenum, a 2019 first and a 2019 third. Oh. <laughs> that's how you get stacked. In what year? Last year.
0: So that must have been before the 2019
2: draft.
1: Uh, It happened. Let me find the thing again, and I'll tell you what.
2: I feel like I'd be more outraged about it if it was last year.
1: Where'd it go? All right. So it happened in May of 2018.
0: Okay. So Mahomes had played one game at that point, right? Just that week 17 game?
2: I don't know. You you might be the only one who knows this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that no, probably was. That's. Like, is that? Something? Yeah, he he came in and uh, you
0: know because KC, I think they had a playoff spot locked up. He played the final week and they rested Alex Smith. I think. I don't know. That's going back in my brain a little too far. Yeah.
2: No, it, it, it probably was because he went crazy in that last game and that's when the hype train really I mean it was yeah that's there, when but. they
0: knew they could move on from Smith I think yeah and that's when he yeah. went to Washington and then shit happened with his leg that's a crazy story too did you guys hear um that about Jay Gruden about the um how he was uh not happy with one of the running backs because they were sleeping with the same cheerleader. So he benched them, and that's why the backup running back was in.
2: Uh-huh. And
0: the, the the guy who missed the blitz pickup that injured Alex Smith on that play, it was uh, a spite move by Jay Gruden to bench uh, the main running back on that play. So, yeah, he had found out they were sleeping with the same cheerleader.
2: Like, so, wait, both Jay Gruden and the running back?
0: And the player, yeah. Oh.
2: Wow. Yeah,
0: so maybe the positive behind COVID this year is uh, no cheerleaders on the sideline. Maybe they won't have to worry about that happening this year. So good news for Alex Smith if he does come back, that uh, there's no spite benchings.
2: Jay Gruden will be less distracted, so you can actually coach a football team.
0: <laughs> yeah, at least he wasn't named um, the interim head coach for Rivera now with that cancer diagnosis uh del rio although he's a head case himself too so yeah all
1: right
0: well they don't know yet he they don't know yet they said if he would miss time if he would miss time del rio will will serve as interim Okay, so uh, we are going to move into the uh, Promising Prospects uh, week one matchup breakdown. Um, so Sam, Bob, we will uh, we'll let you guys kind of share and, and talk through some of these um, matchups. Um, we're going to start with Sam's matchup against Blake, the Denver Demons. Um, and we'll just kind of let you talk through. You guys know the owners a lot better than we do. Um, obviously, the the players are the same in, in many matchups and other conferences. But you guys kind of know how these teams run and and what you've seen in past years. So um, I guess with that, Sam, if you want to start since it's your matchup, um, just kind of maybe start with your lineup and you know what you're what you're expecting out of out of Blake's and um, whatever else you you want to touch on.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. Uh... So I'll just I'll go over mine real quick. Um, this year for me is more of a rebuild year. Uh, this, this roster is not gonna, it's not a championship roster. I think that's obvious to everybody. Obviously, some people like Bob said, pick me for pink. I think it's still gonna, I think it's still gonna hold its weight though, and I think it's more of a probably middle of the road. So maybe the, you know, fourth, fifth, uh, worst. I, I think there's a couple that are worse than mine. But I think some teams like Blake's, uh, I think, are competing against that one. I know if you look at the uh, little projected totals, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's got him by a little bit. But uh, he's got some rookies uh, that obviously uh, are really highly touted, touted really good. Um, but I really think that because of COVID and um, I'm sure, I don't know if other people think it, but I think because of COVID, we know many, uh, mini camps, so rookie mini camps, no preseason. I think some of these rookies are going to take a little, little, little bit to transition. A little bit longer than they normally would, so uh, you know, Kansas City running back he's going to get the touches. But like Jerry Judy, I know he's been looking good. He's got another rookie somewhere. What's he got? Um, I thought he had another rookie. He was, oh yeah, Joe Burrow. You know, so he's got a couple that are out there that should produce. But you know, the rookies' first actual NFL game, I think it's kind of hit and miss. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I feel both these teams are at. I think these are both middle of the road kind of uh, teams,
0: nothing, nothing too spectacular. Sure, you think Blake probably finishes around the same spot you're hoping to, kind of a, you know, a 500, maybe a game or two um, below 500, or is he, after a tough year last year, is he a, a potential playoff team?
1: Yeah, so I got, I got, I got chapter eight um, going out. I got Leon, Leonie on top. I think he's he's really done really well with that roster. I kind of got Blake and me kind of battling for that second and third spot, and uh, we, when we go to the next game, you see uh, you see Dylan. I, I kind of got I got Dylan as the pink. Um, he's got one quarterback, and that's it. And uh, and there's a lot of teams, and Bob will tell you because Bob and I have had this conversation. Um, there's a lot of teams in PP that are they're starting two quarterbacks, and that's it. Um, I think Superflex. That's it's a dangerous game you play. I know I played it last year, and I'm wearing the damn pink because of it because Andrew Luck. Uh, fuck that guy, and uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, quarterbacks, man, they matter. Quarterbacks matter. So I think teams that uh are sleeping on quarterbacks are they're gonna be hurting, especially with COVID. Your quarterback gets out for three weeks because they test positive. What are you gonna do? So
0: yeah, that's a great point. I mean, not having somebody to uh, toss in there last minute, and obviously the waiver wire isn't uh, isn't great in in roster wars to um
1: yeah bob's got like six quarterbacks over there so <laughs>
0: he'll, he'll, he'll start moving on them though <laughs> nah,
1: so, he, PP, he won't
0: <laughs> that's true <laughs> so bob what, what are your thoughts on you think this is a, a good week for sam to get blake um based on those rookies that blake's depending on that not having training camp or not yeah. having a preseason and and having a, a different type of training camp i guess um I guess in my opinion, it's a good spot to be facing off against um, those offensive rookies. What's your
2: take on that? Yeah, I think if, I mean, if Denver is going to be good this year, the rookies are all going to have to really take off. I mean, CH, I mean, is he going to be the bell cow? I mean, eventually he will. And even if he's not in that offense, he's going to score. But is he going to jump right in week one and be able to produce, you know? Burroughs first look at, you know, like a, another team with no preseason games or anything, you know, you're just you playing, you're playing the same defense every day in practice. They can only mix up the looks so much, you know what they have. You know, Judy, same thing there, but so if Sam's gonna catch him, this would definitely be the week, and I don't think he's that far off anyway. Even if this was a game in the middle of the season.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, Sam's got some guys who they're high upside. You know, if he gets some guys that get that hit, um, he should be in some, some games. But um, the opponents that Blake's rookies have aren't uh, a walk in the park either. Um, I think that Chargers secondary is a little bit underrated. So uh, Burrow having to go there uh, and face that secondary isn't... Um, isn't going to be easy. Uh, Like Bob said, it's definitely not going to be as easy as practice. So um, this does look like a close matchup. Uh, uh, Matt, I guess who would you pick in this one, kind of looking at the rosters, um, seeing their week one matchups. um, Who do you think comes out on top in this one?
2: I don't know. First, I just want to say that Sam might have like 200 bench players. And they're still only projected to outscore Blake's bench players by three points. So I really don't know what's going on there. Um, how
1: many how many corners do I have though?
2: Uh, I didn't count them. Is it good or bad? Do I want to know? All right, you have four corners, which is about three too many, but it's not that bad. <laughs> and he's holding At on. Least the, he only like, starts Josh. one. Yes, I I did see that. So. Uh, I think that's a good call. And one D-tackle as well. Um, no more of this three D-tackle nonsense. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think I think Sam, when we started the rookie or the initial, like, auction draft, Sam and I picked, like, almost the exact same team. It was weird. Um, so we had, like, Zach Ertz. Um, uh, of course, I'm forgetting the names of all the other guys now. I mean, we both have, like, Sterling Shepard now. I don't know when you acquired him. Um, but I'm higher on a lot of Sam's guys than what it's saying, and probably a little lower on Blake's. I don't know. Probably not enough to make up a 40-point gap, though. Um, but Sam's going to do a little better than Pink this year. I don't know why everybody everybody just sees he was Pink last year. I think, and doesn't look too much at the rosters. I wouldn't be surprised if people filled out that survey in like five seconds and just sleep on first personally. <laughs> How many wins did you get last year, Sam, three?
1: Dude, I think I got one.
2: (laughs) Really? (laughs) I think
1: I got one or two. It just was bad luck, man. Like, I would play everybody and everybody would go off. I mean, I felt like that roster had no business being pink. A couple other people said the same. I just, the way way the cookie crumbled, you know, so. No, two and ten. Two and ten? Yeah, I had two. Two and ten. But then I had more wins in the playoff than I had in the regular season. (laughs)
0: all right let's uh let's move on to the next matchup here i believe it's the next chapter eight matchup uh so it might be a a blowout based on sam's guess for how the chapter finishes out
1: you want to take this one bob
2: yeah, I'm trying to pull it up now. I got it up on my screen here. It doesn't look like uh, Dylan has a starting lineup.
1: No, nah, he doesn't, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
0: well, well, that a, makes a, that makes it tough.
1: I mean, look at it, though. Let's see, you got uh, Steedham not going to be starting. Herbert not going to be starting. Trubisky, I don't think he's going to be starting. Jordan Love definitely not starting. Nick Mullins. You got Aaron Rodgers. Um, that dude was a QB1 like a third of the time, the rest of the time he was QB3 or below. He's kind of he's Aaron Rodgers, but he's you know, that's that's his only quarterback. Uh, he doesn't have Saquon, he does, he's got like six pieces, but this is a, a roster where you got to start 22 people. I just mm-hmm. don't see it. That's me.
0: Yeah, looking down his roster, I I would agree with you, you know, he can maybe throw out a a solid five or so, six guys on offense and then he's going to be filling it in with some not so good players. Um, You know, he'll roll out with Rodgers, Saquon, Juju, Mark Andrews, Goddard, and then after that he's got some question marks. Well, Mark Ingram, you know, probably start Christian Kirk. Um, but yeah, he's got a few more to uh, fill in there. Um, looking over on the other side of things here. Um, unfortunately, we have uh, a Darius Geist sighting still in the lineup. <laughs> so that, that'll have to get taken care of, I guess. Um, I did see Cam Akers was getting some first team reps today. So maybe that'll be who he... Uh, plugs in in place there, um, who knows what the Rams are gonna do with that running game, but um, Bob, I guess what do you see in this matchup once Dylan sets a,
2: sets a lineup? Oh this is just I mean if if it goes the way it should, I mean this should just be a, an absolute blowout. I mean Steel City has a pretty damn good team. It's not that bad, and I'm actually surprised I haven't really paid it much attention in the off season, but it's put together a pretty good team. I mean the linebackers. The linebackers are a little weak. If I can, you know, spot anything right now. Yeah, I I would agree with
0: that. Um, Matt, if you scroll down, does he really have anything after Robert Woods and Tyreek Hill? His
2: bench I mean, is pretty. I, weak. I'm not high on.
0: Yeah, I'm not high on Hollywood Brown. Um, obviously, in roster wars, he's worth a start because we start so many players. Um, but I would agree with you, Bob, that the linebackers are deep, and then maybe his wide receivers are, are weak, and then the wi- the wide receivers might be weak as well. But it does look like a playoff team to me. Had said you see Steel City winning your chapter?
1: Yeah, I see it winning. I see him winning the chapter. Um, dude, I see I see uh, Dylan being the pink. If I was Leone, I'd be making a bet with Dylan. I don't know if they ever paid up on last year's bet or not, but I'd be making a bet with that guy right now though on this matchup.
0: Yeah, that's probably a fair statement. Um, maybe a, a double or nothing if he was the one that lost last year. I, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't think we, ever got, we <laughs> ever got payment on it. So um, at least not real payment. There might have been something that came out, but um, it didn't hit it wasn't trending on roster wars i can tell you that
1: i can tell you a video that did unfortunately <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that is available in the scavenger uh, hunt i think
1: so <laughs> andy put a password on it so that's nice i appreciate
0: yeah that.
2: i appreciate that. yeah
0: he did he did but uh you know those in the know have the password
2: i think it would really drive traffic to the site
1: no, it wouldn't. <laughs> so Bob asked for the thong back. He said he wants me to go and run a 5K and wear it, and then send it back to him so he can smell my sausage. And I'm like, hey man, come on. <laughs> I got I got the text to prove it.
2: And I got the text of <laughs> what I said back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Bob will let you start this one. Um not sure who it is let's see who's our next matchup
2: matt you got duffers and tremors can you see that yeah i can see it yep all right they both set them yeah they both set them so well i mean pretty much this one i mean you got a frankie with mahomes that's a big you know that's a big score every week eckler i mean last year he put up big numbers does he Put up the same type of numbers without rivers dumping off to him is he really going to be the bell cow i mean do you see him getting many carries you guys or is he still just going to be that receiving back
0: yeah i yeah i think he'll um have limited carries
1: And then, I, I, mean, I like I, I like that rookie there. I like Josh Kelly, um, but I think Eckler still will get enough to be a running back too.
2: Yeah, and then you got oh, Zeke and Sanders. He actually does have a pretty good team there on offense. He gets a little iffy starting Perryman as a wide receiver. Um, he's got the best wide receiver. And best tight end the game, I'd still say Kels is the best tight end.
0: Um, and it's a nice stack with Mahomes, too.
2: Yeah, even on their down weeks, you get the production from both of them. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much the Tremors, uh, I don't know, you got Nick Foles there. What's, what's going on there? You know what I mean? They kind of say they're going Trubisky. Is it, you know, coach talk? What is it? Who do you guys
1: think? I don't want no part of that Chicago quarterback room.
2: Yep. I agree. Um why, I think why if is I'm, Matt Ryan I'm... on the bench. Well it's because he, you... he
1: just got he just got him. So uh, uh,
2: uh,
1: I think Chris did uh did his roster a favor by uh, by sniping from the new guy. He got uh, Matt Ryan from, from Brian pretty much right after he came in the league. So, um, so he did a lot to boast to help his team by getting Matt Ryan. But yeah, he's got David yeah so that'll
0: be a nice, a nice fill-in to throw Ryan in there with Breeze, um, and then he doesn't have to worry about the Bears quarterback situation. Um, not sure Debo's playing week one. Like He's got another two spots that he's got to fill in as well. Um, David Johnson and J.K. Dobbins on his bench um, might be some guys to look to to uh, cover that Debo loss.
1: Yeah, so he's got A.J. Brown on the bench, uh, Jarvis Landry on the bench. So he's got some depth there to make some things happen.
2: Well, he must not have gotten to setting this lineup because why would you not have A.J. Brown in? I mean, I'd have have Brown and Landry in before Debo and Harry. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he just must not have gotten around to it. But when he did get around to it, why did he not set it correctly?
0: <laughs> I think he, I he he moved Aaron Jones for Matt Ryan. So he must have had Aaron Jones in his lineup. Yeah.
1: So then yeah. Jones
0: fell out, Ryan hit his bench. So that's one of the spots. But yeah, I'm not sure about the others. Because his bench is almost better than his starting lineup right
2: now. Yeah, I definitely start the bench. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: Captain uh, Na's got, uh, in my opinion, he's got three tough teams. You got the Duffers, the Tremors, and the Falcons. Um, I think Duffers got got a good little, I think Duffers might win this one. But I think the Tremors is probably a couple pieces away from uh, from being a competitive, like a real good competitive competitive team this year. If you look at the regular team, though, he's got a lot of guys on one year deals. Uh, it, might be a, it might be an all in year for him. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna make moves. Historically, I would say he probably won't, but uh, he's going to lose a lot of those guys next year. He's not going to protect everybody.
0: Sure. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Duffers probably wins this one, but I think once Tremors gets a, a decent lineup in there, he might have a, a real week one fight on his hands.
2: I think PP got a little lucky that all their good teams are in one conference. <clears throat> We'll all just like beat up on each other. yeah, it happens every year in our con- in our chapter because it's well, at least the past few years we've had you know Detroit, the disco lemonade, myself and Carla, we all just kind of take turns kicking the shit out of each other. and there's always seems to be like one team that's left out or maybe not because. Three, we might have three playoff teams every year so far from our conference, I mean, from our chapter, I'm not sure. I don't know, the Spartans even used to be good too, I think. Yeah, year one, he was pretty good. Yeah.
0: I think uh, his team needed a little TLC that he wasn't able to, uh, to give. All right, let's move on to the uh, the next matchup here.
2: And the Falcons and Spartans here.
0: Sam, why don't you uh, kick us off on this one? What do you see with this matchup?
1: Uh, I think it's a bye week. I think Keys going to take it down pretty easily. Um, he's got a good roster, man. Uh, if you look at it, hands down, he 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 could use a little more depth, but I mean, look, he's got uh, like like a quarterback. That's all he's got is Minshew and Wentz. Uh, so if something happens, he's in trouble. But other than that, like uh, he's got Chubb. I'm not that high on Drake, but I mean, he's going to produce. Christian McCaffrey is a, a beast. His wide receivers, like he can't touch. Uh, no offense, you know, he's kind of a. We'll see what he has. He's all hype right now, but you got Drew Lock. You got that new offense coming in. Uh, with Jerry Judy, you know, it should help take the pressure off and hopefully feed him some targets. I think he's solid. He's solid at, at linebacker. Um, look over the Spartans. Daniel Jones, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So he's got the Miami quarterback locked up because he's got two down on the bench as well. I don't recall him having a third quarterback, though. He's one of the, these are a couple of teams that don't have third quarterbacks. So, yeah, uh set. You know, he ain't going to play. Uh, but other than that, like, I don't know what AJ Green's doing on this roster. I would be trading him. I don't I don't see John's team as a team that's competing. Uh if it was me, I'd be moving some some pieces that I think that uh could give me some stuff for the future. But that's my opinion. I think Keith and I think Frankie are gonna battle it out for the top of that that uh conference and I think or at uh, that division. And I think uh if Chris does some moves, he he's in that in that um, that conversation as well. But I think I think both Keith and, and Frankie look to be playoff teams with Chris on the cusp
0: yeah I would agree with that um quarterback situation for the Falcons is obviously scary um week one lineup looks you know tough as hell but um if guys start falling it, it could get ugly um you know the fact Bob you have 10 quarterbacks on your team you may hear uh Falcons come your way with, with some low ball offers looking for those guys. Um what's your, take on, <laughs> what's your take on this matchup, Bob? Do you see a, a championship contender versus a pink contender as well?
2: Yeah, like, like Sam said, this is just, this is just a walk in the park for the Falcons. I mean, everything would have to go wrong for his team to actually, you know, lose this game just too many studs throughout the lineup that and then the other team is just mixed with just i don't know just black that's all i can say about that but one thing about the the falcons though that is is like you guys are pointing out that that quarterback situation and it's not just because i'm trying to sell quarterbacks and i'll take the trade it's just with only two guys and then minchu one of them i mean I mean, if they're really trying to tank and get that first pick, and if it, you know, if it happens, then I mean, maybe he starts another year and is the bridge quarterback. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, that franchise, they need to sell tickets. And if you if you're drafting a guy number one, I think he gets thrown right into the mix. Yep.
0: I would agree with that. Matt, what's your take on this matchup? Um, I know there's maybe not too much to talk about since it's, you know, we're basically looking at the the Chiefs versus the Jaguars on paper here in NRW. In but um, what what is your take here? Uh,
2: I just think overall, I don't think the Spartans are as bad as y'all are saying. I mean, like, you still got Fournette, Darius Leonard, LVE. You know, A.J. Green, like, these guys are, like, going to score points. He's projected for 270, and that's with C.J. Mosley in this lineup. Um, I, I think the Spartans are, like, middle-of-the-road team. You know, we just looked at a couple other teams there that were pretty, really bad. You know, probably Dylan's was the worst. But um, I don't see the Spartans being as bad, as everybody says. But, yeah, Keith, easily one of the top teams for sure.
0: yeah um and i guess getting back to the uh aj green comment by sam um i guess maybe he's a guy that you know maybe you want to see a good game or two out of him first and then you know maybe his value goes up because um, obviously at this point it's it's pretty depressed value um so not to say that that's what spartans are doing but um you know maybe that's uh wishful thinking to let that value increase a little bit and then bring in something better than what he could currently get
2: i mean how many guys are actively trading in pp right now besides sam i don't think too many (laughs) bob said he
1: uh, has some negotiations going on
2: i try it's hard. That's why we have these huge rosters because there's no trading. So you have to pray that you find some scrub on the waiver wire that can save the day.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't see John's team as the worst team. Um, I, like you said, I, I got him as a middle, kind of similar to me, middle of the road, maybe uh, fourth, fifth worst uh, in the whole league. But that's why I was saying A.J. Green, I think, is uh, a... And, and Haji, for what you said, I mean, that's how he was last year. That was his tactic because I I came knocking for AJ Green and um he wanted to wait for him to get on the field do something so he could try to get something which I get I understand but yeah I would be yeah new
0: obviously news is is a lot better you know right now than it was say 12 months ago when we you know at that point it was well is it five weeks eight weeks ten weeks and you know it ended up being the whole year but you know at least right now it's all good news whereas he didn't have that last year at this time so. We'll see. I mean, if he can get back to A.J. Green of old, I doubt it. But, I mean, he, he was a great receiver. So, um, if John wants to build that that value back up, you know, so be it. But it's, I think the odds are are against that currently. So, let's move on to uh, the next matchup, Matt.
2: So we got Bob's team coming up here against Carla. Oh. All right, Bob, let us have it. All right, well, Carlo always gives me a tough time. I swear, it's always a tough battle. Uh, she doesn't have anything in either. But just right off the bat with uh, Watson and Prescott, that's, I mean, Prescott's got so many uh, weapons at his disposal right now. Who knows what he could put up? I mean, I have him in redraft. I have him just staying for this year. And I guess down the road too, but number three quarterback on my board. Um, What she have here for running backs? James Conner, yeah, I mean, definitely can produce. They play in the Giants the first week here. Um, Joe Mixon and then Ronald Jones, I guess he's still the guy in Tampa Bay for now. Wide receivers, McLaurin, Hopkins should probably play, Sutton, Phelan. So she's got a pretty strong team.
0: Yeah, Hooper and Ingram at tight end, probably. Although I think in the main league, when we when we broke down her matchup, she was starting Jimmy Graham. So maybe you'll get
2: lucky there. No, you never know. She's got some uh, – she does have some weird plays some weeks, but I don't know. It seems like she always makes the right decision. <laughs> sure. And then on my side, pretty much, I don't know. I'm starting a bunch of old guys at the end of their contracts. It's pretty much going to be a uh, rebuild pretty soon for the old flashers. That Big Ben starting right now. We'll see what the reports are about his arm. And then I don't know. I make it feel a little feel a little risky to start Cam Newton, depending if he actually starts for him or what. Who knows. I mean, if he can well, really beat us. No, man, he's, uh, he's waiting for you, Sam. <laughs> you don't want to invest in a 36 year old running back? Uh,
1: I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This so, is be tough. Uh,
0: say, say your team loses a couple, you know start the year are you I guess what are you what's your strategy how, how soon do you think in your position you want to start looking to the future if things break the wrong way
2: See, this is what happened last year is I was ready to sell at like the halfway point and then no one made any moves and I still I mean I made the playoffs so it was like I might as well make the push now instead of selling now because the the thing of it is, is if you're gonna, if no one wants to buy, what, why not hold on to them and try to, to make the playoff push? If you're not going to get anything for them, you know, I'm not just going to sell to sell and improve someone else at a discount. Right. You know, but this year it's different. I mean, I have a, I mean, Gurley's on one year, Gordon's on one year. I mean, T.Y. Hilton's on one year. I have a lot of one year guys. Stafford. So it, this, Stafford. Yeah, exactly. One year, but I mean, the guy produces. So it's like sell them now, or let them go off and then try to sell them at a high point to a team that you know didn't think they're going to be competing and is ready to go for it. But they were just last year there was so many borderline teams that you would even try to sell. You'd even, you know, you give them the sales pitch and they still wouldn't take it. And it's like if you had listened to me you would have been a playoff team and now here i am sneaking in as the sixth seed and you know what i mean it's just tough it's you just want you wish the other person would see what you see, and maybe it's not (laughs) maybe it looks better to me than them you know what i mean but sure
0: yeah sure and everybody's valuation is obviously different um so it you know it's it's tough and Typically if I see somebody writing me a novel on why I should make this trade, I usually think that there's something facetious going on about it. You know, so I look in a a little bit deeper at it than I would on the surface if if there wasn't uh hey, this guy sucks. You should you should trade him. It's like, well, why do you want him?
1: Yeah, in uh in PP you gotta you gotta get somebody's attention just to come to the door. Um Sure. That's what that's what Bob's talking about. And I agree with him. Uh I mean I, I was pink, but at one point there was a couple weeks there where I was still in the contention for competing to go to the playoffs. But trying to get people to make deals was um it was tough. It's still tough. Carla's got a good squad. Um she's one of those those teams in uh in our conference. I, I don't know why it's like this in our conference, but she's one of those teams with only two quarterbacks and I I really think that's gonna hurt some people and they're not they're kinda sleeping on that. Um Bob, I and mean, Bob's got, Bob's got a, uh, I got Bob and I think I got Bob in the playoffs. Um, he's got a championship roster, so I wouldn't be trading him anything to help him out. But, uh,
0: yeah, things break, right? And obviously he's got the quarterback depth. He's got, you know, four quarterback starters. He's got two of the top backups, I guess, in the league. Um. So yeah, it's definitely better shape there for probably the most important uh, position in roster wars in a super flex league. So, um,
1: yeah, I got a, I got Bob taking the wiener here. I mean W. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a good team.
0: Yeah, she does. She always seems like she's got a, a solid record going on um, over in in PP. So. I know, Bob, you had mentioned that your chapter is uh, rather competitive, I guess. Um, And, you know, Carla's obviously one of those foes. You got to play twice a year and she's no easy, easy opponent. So, you know, and for not knowing IDP, she's got some decent IDP.
1: Yeah, don't believe that.
0: I know, I know. All right, let's move on to the next matchup. Um, Our new guy, Brian, against uh, the Disco Lemonade. Uh, We got, looks like Brian needs uh, to complete his starting lineup here, but um, I think it gives us a pretty good look at... um, what he's looking for you know once he hopefully he gets that second quarterback in there but I think he's the team that traded Matt Ryan so that makes sense that he's only starting Wilson at this point so uh, Sam why don't we let you take uh, this one what do you see with this matchup?
1: So Brian actually just called me I should I texted him uh, let me call you back but I should have told him about to talk about your team and I see week one for roster awards. you taking an ass beating. Um, So Brian, took over, Brian Brian's a good owner, man. He's a great owner. He's going to turn this thing around. But he took over mm-hmm. a team that was kind of uh, – had some issues, uh, had some definite issues with uh, contracts uh, when he was trying to get to know everything. We kind of talked about that. He, has, he had a lot of guys. He's, he's done some things. But uh, Keith's team, man, uh, Keith's team, in my opinion, is uh, – I'm sorry, who is this? Is it Lemonade or is it Keith? Is it or Lemonade, yeah. Oh, right, so Jason. Jason's team is – I think Jason's team is gonna come out of PP as the number one. I think he's got the he's a good team to beat. Um I think he's got he's got a good squad. And I think uh he easily takes down uh takes down the old uh Tallahassee Storm or whatever he name his team. Um yeah, Tallahassee. in week one. But Brian's got some good stuff going on, you know. Jonathan Taylor, I don't know about Sammy Watkins. Um, he'll he'll probably put, I mean he's gonna put Tom Brady in there, that's obvious. Uh, he probably had Matt Ryan in there and traded him. Uh, Aaron Jones is what he got Matt Ryan for, so he'll go in that squad. Uh, needs to find a kicker. But yeah, I I, I think uh, I think Jason's team is pretty pretty tough. I think it's gonna be Jason and Bob battling out for that uh Chapter Seven, and I think I'll be rooting for Jason. I know that because I don't like uh, I don't like Bob. <laughs>
0: Bob, what are your thoughts? Um, Obviously, uh, we can see the Lemonade have a pretty decent team. Um, The Storm, he's going to rebuild this thing. Um, You know, I've played with Brian in a couple leagues and I I fully believe or fully agree with Sam on what Brian can do. It may not be 2021, but uh, I know in the future he'll be a a solid contributor to your conference. Um, But You know, week one, what are some moves that he could maybe make to uh, make this thing a little closer?
2: Take a look at his bench here. I I mean, like I said, just like Sam was saying, he's already so active just even with the trade talks I had. I mean, I made a trade with him. He, uh, He actually took one of my quarterbacks that I had, Tannehill. I got rid of him on a one year for a couple seconds and he made me give up Jack Doyle, who I like this year too. I think he's gonna play a big uh, big part in that Colts offense. So I can see him actually putting him in there at the double tight end. Other than that, I mean, I don't know if he can do anything. Lemonade's pretty damn strong there. I'm sure they're gonna probably Get Keyshawn Vaughn out of that starting lineup after what's coming out of Tampa Bay, saying he's taking second, third team snaps. So down there, and then, but he's got carry on that can just hop right in if that's the way he wants to go it I, like.
1: I think I think people are sleeping on Tariq Cohen, man. I'd be starting that guy.
0: Yeah, especially in a PPR, I would agree.
2: Well, two years ago, everyone loved them, And then last year, the down year, and then you just forget about him. It's, you know, yeah, maybe he's somewhere in the middle, which is still productive. You know what I mean? 125 Warbucks, right?
0: I think it was 150.
2: <laughs> oh, was my on, gosh. Was that on your side? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was Justin. Yeah. Justin and Stye fighting for Tariq Cohen.
2: No surprise that Stye was part of that. <laughs> How much should it go for?
0: 150 Warbucks, I think.
2: 150, oh my God. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the trade that the storm just made, Carry on Johnson for Alex Smith?
0: I thought that with Alex Smith on a one year deal, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I thought if the contracts were reversed there, it would have made a little more sense. Um, I understand the needing of quarterbacks in the league and the fact that he he got Tannehill from you. Um, but then he also traded Matt Ryan. So, you know, maybe he didn't need to make the move for Alex Smith. He did get Aaron Jones. So, you know, getting Jones and Tannehill, is that worth – or getting Jones and Smith, I don't think is worth carry on and Matt Ryan if you put those trades together. I think I would have been happier where he was before. If if Johnson is a true backup though, Aaron Jones is a, a huge upgrade to carry on. But, you know, and then maybe Matt Ryan, he doesn't have to start. Um, he's got Brady and Tannehill now. So, you know, to go with Wilson.
2: I mean, he had he had Matt Schaub too, so like he had the Falcons' uh, quarterback locked up, and then he kind of traded his way out of that.
1: I think if uh, I think if Alex Smith comes back, then I mean it's the right you know everybody's gonna be like wow uh, that injury was gruesome, and I know reports saying that you know he's he's been rehabbing, he's been looking good, so I get it. Um, I think everybody's kind of looking at carry on because Swift got drafted there, and they're like hey. Uh, you know, carry-ons out on the outs. I, I don't know what to think about that, Detroit. I, I still think carry-on is is usable. Um, I think they're both going to be usable. I think they're both going to play against each other, to be honest with you. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I would have rather have uh, – I wouldn't have taken that risk, but that's me. So I, I get what he did, but I, I would have rather stuck with Matt Ryan and maybe got Aaron Jones and something else. I would have went that route.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Detroit backfield, how I feel about that is about the same way I feel about the Bears quarterback situation. It's just not one you want a part of. And then when you throw Swift in there, I mean, who knows, you know, and carry on. It's not just being a backup, but can he even stay healthy? Uh, It's been a a big knock on him already, too, is he, he had a lot of draft type and he just hasn't been able to put it to use because he's not on the field. So. Yeah, we'll see if Alex Smith can get back on the field. I mean, it's obviously a feel-good story at this point. Um, kind of depends on what kind of team Washington wants to be, I guess. If how long you stick with Haskins, um, you know, it's a a new regime in there now. This isn't this isn't the same front office, and some of it is because obviously um, the owner's still there, but. These aren't the same guys now that drafted Haskins. So how much are they going to be willing to stick with him, I guess, if if things do go bad early on in the season?
2: What's the word with him even – I mean, is he even going to be second on the depth chart to start?
0: I I don't know. I mean, the – I don't know if anyone's heard more recent news than I have. Uh, the only thing I've heard is that he's cleared for football activities. Uh, I don't know if that's just individual work on the side. I don't know if he's even going to take, you know, reps in a, you know, a seven on seven or, or anything. Um, it's possible he starts out just as an emergency quarterback only, um, you know, and, and practicing on the side at, in training camp is much different than uh you know a game against a, a real defense in in prime time
2: I mean even without the injury and not playing for the last two years like alex Smith was never like a great quarterback like he was good so now that he's been away from football for like two years I don't know if that's probably just even worse i wouldn't I wouldn't have called him top ten like two years ago I don't know if he actually was or not but I feel like he's like more of a top
0: 15 to 20. He definitely had some standout games and seasons because of his rushing ability before half the league had running quarterbacks. Um, So, you know, he could put up those 40 to 60 yard rushing games. Um, So I I think he did have some top scoring weeks and, and he could, you know, throw the ball around the field too. Um, in his time in San Francisco, obviously he had some some bad outings too, um, but he, he, he was definitely serviceable to say the least. Um, and I would say maybe not top 10, but I, I would say that he was started in, in probably every 12 team redraft league out there when he was healthy. So I guess looking at the conference as a whole, guys, um, we kind of discussed... How you guys feel about the top teams, the bottom teams? You know, maybe what you see um, for some of the middle of the road teams. I guess, um, kind of as a big picture to wrap it up. Who do you guys see as the six teams uh, to make the playoffs out of PP? And then, um, what do you see as the maybe a conference final?
1: Uh, all right, I'll go. Uh, so Chapter 7, like like Bob was saying, man, they always have two or three teams that are better in the mix. Uh, I think personally I got Jason as the number one. Um, I, th- I got him winning that chapter. But I got Bob in the playoffs as well. Um, for Chapter 8, it's kind of my chapter. I honestly, is always kind of hitting this. I think there has been a, a new chapter champion every year. Uh, I think this year Leone's got it. Um, I think he, he, his team stands out. Chapter eight, he wins it. Uh, Blake and myself, I think, are the number two and number three in that conference. Uh, I don't think either of us are deserved to be in the playoffs. Uh, maybe in that number six, lucky, lucky seed kind of thing. I, but I doubt it. Chapter nine, I think, uh, is just as tough as Chapter seven this year. I think Frankie is, uh, just because he's got the depth, he has got it, and I think Keith is right on his heels. So I think you got a. Then you got Jason, Bob, Leone, Keith, and Frankie as five, and I think that number six seed is kind of going to be a battle between Carla and Chris, and I, I think both of them have some work to do just to solidify that. Um, and what what makes Keith very dangerous is if you were to look at his roster, he uh, he's only got like four guys on one year one year deals, and then look at his war man, he's got like 40 more than everybody. Uh, he's going to be someone to be to be looking out for every year just because of where he set himself up at.
2: Yeah, I agree with everything that uh, he just said. Pretty much, I can see the conference final being the lemonade and the Falcons. And Clearly, they, to me, are the two best teams. I mean, the, the Devils, if everything goes right for them, they can be right in the mix of that too. But uh, I don't know. I do like Jason in my conference. I hate to say it because he'll probably beat up on me and give me that horrible chapter record and have to sneak in with an all play or something like I've had to do a couple of years. Looks like uh, Haji decided to go eat some wieners uh
1: <laughs> Bob's house Bob's got plenty
2: <laughs> so I guess I'll, I'll take it over here I don't really have too much to add other than uh I agree with you Sam I think Jason's got the strongest team I picked him to win it as well um but Keith is still my favorite we we're going through the contracts and looking at like the future of you know in terms of like how many players they have on long-term deals um Keith just had it locked down so yep. um I don't know in terms of like um like trade deadline, like how active certain guys are because, you know, you got Duffers in the mix, you got Tremors in the mix, like we talked about, maybe Bob as well. Like, I don't know how active or not active these owners are going to be to kind of like grab that last player to make a playoff push. Well, last year during right around the trade deadline, there were some moves, I think, I think Carla went after like Philip Rivers, and then she got rid of him this year. I think that's something. Did she get have? Did she get him from you, Sam?
1: Uh, no, I traded him this year to Jason. There there's a couple teams that made moves. Uh, Frankie, I think Frankie made some moves with me that got him in the playoffs um, that he otherwise wouldn't have been in. But a lot, a lot of the I and mean, it's not to hate on anybody, man. But a lot of the guys in PP they just kind of take that strategy of they wait and see it. Uh, but when you wait to see it, man, it's going to cost you more because you don't have that same price when that dude wasn't wasn't doing what he's doing. So, yeah. And, you know, it, it's just we've got a different mindset in our, in our conference. There's a, there's a couple of us that are actively always trying to do stuff to improve our teams, and there's other guys that just, and gals, um, that just kind of want to see what they got, um, which, is hey, it's all good.
2: Yeah, everybody's got a different approach to it. It works. When you see guys with different strategies winning every year, it just kind of reminds you, like, maybe you don't have it all figured out. I don't know if Haji has anything else to add to this discussion, or if he's even with us still. Haji, are you there? Yeah,
0: I'm here. Um, yep, I was having some technical issues, but I am here. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with the the six guys that I think, um, six teams, um, that I think they see with. Uh, Carla and Tremors kind of fighting it out, um, I would say, you know, I would probably take the mayhem to sneak in um, just because of the uh, maybe some of the depth issues on the Tremors um, if things don't go right. But um, yeah, to get to the strategy, um, I think it's kind of cool that we haven't seen um, somebody really completely dominate year in and year out every year Um, and hopefully we don't start to see that from the Falcons given their contract situation and Warbuck situation but um, definitely look forward to following the uh, PP conference this year um, as we go through the podcast and kind of see how things break and and what happens because we all know that you know, what we see now may not be the same situation that we see in three or four months. One of these teams that we expect to be on the top may be um, fighting for that stick seed by the time it's all said and done.
2: Yeah, and that's like always the the best and worst part is you don't really follow the other conference all year and then you get to the playoffs and you end up playing some really good teams. It's like, how'd this guy get this good? Like, what are they doing over there? So it's, it's interesting to keep up with them throughout the season.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to, especially with the main league um, being able to follow that. I don't follow it as much as I'd like to during the season. So, hoping the podcast allows people to kind of do that, um, you know, and especially us to go through it. We'll be able to do that. But you know, if you follow along or or listen along while you're working or whatever, you can kind of keep track of the main league without really having to put in too much work. Um, so, yeah.
2: Sam, Bob, you got anything else you want to you want to say to the audience while you're on the show?
1: Bob likes wieners. <laughs> That's
2: good. Bob, do you have a response? Yes, this guy loves talking about wieners, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Been on that ship too long, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, all those naked pictures you sent, like, uh, they weren't well received.
2: They got you and the crew through, huh? Yeah, yeah they
1: did. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, hey, uh, Man, Roster Wars is next level, man. And uh, I appreciate all of you guys. I appreciate you guys for hosting this and doing this. I mean, this is why this this place is special um, for nerds like us to be able to do our hobby. So thanks for letting me be on and uh, make fun of Bob, you know?
2: Yeah, of course. And of course, you know, you got plenty of thanks over on the forum, so Mm -hmm. we can't say thank you enough, you know, not only me, but on behalf of everyone at Roster Wars. but I. I just still think it's crazy. Like, I don't know how much internet access you actually get each day when, like, in between your actual work. But like, you decide to come to Roster Wars and like, literally, not any other website.
1: Bro, it's a struggle. Like, that internet is the most. It's like worse than dial up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, having Roster Wars is my little release. Like, that's I, I made the work. Like those couple months where I didn't, I wasn't able to get on at all, sucked real bad. But then being able to come on and make fun of Bob and you know, just be a part of the forum and everything, uh, it made the world a difference. So. It awesome. Yeah,
2: it, it's just cool, man. You got people all over the world, you know, playing fantasy football together. and You made some really great people. So yeah. obviously glad to have you here. Um, Bob, you too as well. You do anything recently? Got any plans go travel anywhere? You just chilling up in Connecticut? Just staying home, man. Not much to do around here. It's pretty much, I mean, I'm two minutes from a beach. It's a beach type of year, you know what it I mean? Is-
1: he just ran naked uh, backwards through a cornfield, that's what I heard. Is this true? What did <laughs> he say? So he yeah. just ran naked backwards through a cornfield, didn't you?
2: No. <laughs> that sounds like a board <laughs> bet. <laughs> Sam doesn't want to make a board bet at our, with our matchup. I asked him today. Oh, no, no a- my team is
1: not. <laughs> no.
2: I'll spot you 25 points. Spot me 50, we can go. 50, uh, oh. I'll, I'll have to look at the, what is it, week three matchups. What, are you going to wait and see if your players get injured first?
1: Yeah. Sounds, sounds like a <laughs> sounds like the bad way out, buddy. Sounds like you're scared. I get
2: it. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I don't know if Haji's still with us again. But I'm,
0: I'm here. It, it keeps still it coming out. I'm sorry. All
2: right, you yeah. want to wrap up the show? Because I don't know how to wrap it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure i i mean i just wing it too but um you know here's our here's our outro so um thanks bob you know thanks sam thank you very much for joining we hope to have you both on again uh in the future um so for another episode of the rw podcast uh, that'll wrap it up so stay tuned for uh next week's episode
2: as we do our final conference week one preview